I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Save Our Planet podcast. I'm your host, Lottie DL, and every Wednesday I come to your ears with some sustainable babble of some description but this week because it is the first episode of 2023 I wanted to talk a little bit about myself I know very unlike me but I thought that it was good to share with everybody how I got here why you should listen to me and what I'm all about so that you can get a bit of a grasp of what's going on So I don't really know exactly how I'm going to do this episode, if it'll just be me rambling for the next five minutes, but I feel like I tell this story a lot, but still I get asked the question all the time about how did you get here? How are you now spending your whole life literally talking rubbish, talking to people about how they can reduce their waste and live sustainably? And I feel like it isn't a very linear path, as many pathways aren't. It wasn't a straightforward way to get here. I never thought that I would be a sustainability expert. I never really envisioned this. Um, When I was growing up, I wasn't really entirely sure exactly what I wanted to do. I knew that I really liked talking and I loved talking to people and I loved people in general, but I wasn't really sure exactly how I was going to go about that. I studied a degree in media and communications, but also in nutrition because I was like, well, I love food and I love cooking and maybe I want to do something in that pathway as well. So I kind of... I decided to do both and I managed to get my dream job pretty quickly um, straight out of uni where, where I was working at Women's Health Magazine in their digital content space. So I was able to kind of really easily combine using my kind of nutrition knowledge, but also my journalistic or media communication skills in one job, which was really, really fun. I worked there for a couple of years. I kind of grew up the ranks and was managing a team and then also was working across some of the other magazines within that kind of suite as well. And it was then when I was actually tasked with the job of writing an article, which was all about Mark Wahlberg's daily routine. It was kind of like a live the life in the day of Mark Wahlberg. And I'm not sure how many people know, but Mark Wahlberg has a very unique morning routine. And I've always been a morning person, but pretty much what he was doing at the time when I was writing the article was he was waking up at 4am. He was meditating, which I tried to do, but after a couple of minutes, I was like, my head was just too noisy and I wasn't very good at it. And then he worked, he prayed and That was something that I wasn't doing. And then he worked out for about an hour and a half. And I physically, if I worked out for an hour and a half and then tried to go to my desk job, would not have been able to do that. So I was kind of sitting there twiddling my thumbs going, well, I can't go to the gym yet. I can't start working out yet because, yeah, I just won't make it through the day. What am I going to do? And it was in February and I just thought, well, I've just made a very long list of New Year's resolutions. 
So why don't I spend this time at 4am in the morning trying to put some of those, the wheels in motion with those? So I made a very, very long list of them and they were like become more fluent at Spanish. It was to kind of start, I don't know, eating healthier. Have I don't know. It wasn't to do a crazy diet, but it was something along those lines. And one of them was to do better for the planet. It wasn't really a smart goal. There was no kind of actionable tick off the list kind of you've reached your goal elements of it but I just knew that I could be doing better when it come came to sustainability I didn't really kind of have an epiphany I didn't see kind of turtles choking on I don't know plastic bags or I didn't go traveling to Indonesia and see all of the plastic washing up rivers but I was a very a, a consumer of a lot of media and a lot of the media that I was seeing was kind of talking about all of this thing these things that was happening and I don't know, Earth Overshoot Day and all of these different terms and kind of all of this jargon, it was kind of sitting there and it was weighing on me. So I thought, well, I can do better. And that's why I put it down as one of my, yeah, my New Year's resolutions for 2018. So at 4am, I was like, okay, great. Well, after I do my workout, I'm going to have a smoothie. And in that smoothie, I'm going to put in a single use plastic straw. So I went, okay, well, there is a really easy place for me to start with something about kind of like, what is a more sustainable straw? So that's literally what I typed into Google. And it was really difficult to actually find out the right information on what is actually the most sustainable straw. There wasn't, it wasn't like a quick and easy Google search. There wasn't something that just kind of automatically popped up because of my journalistic background. I wanted to do all of the research into kind of, I don't know, the life cycle assessment and where are they made and how are they produced? And like, what's this, how does that impact the actual, um, I don't know, sustainability of that straw. So in the end, I decided that for me, the best option was a stainless steel straw after way too much research. Then I did even more research again on kind of finding a sustainable company to support that was selling sustainable stainless steel straws. So I purchased um, what I thought were five sustainable stainless steel straws. And then a couple of days later, they arrived. And I was like, oh, great. That was so fast. They came individually wrapped in plastic. And I just went, oh my gosh, how did this happen? I just spent all of this time, all of this effort, really trying to do my bit when it came to sustainability. And I just feel like I've taken five steps backwards. I was really disheartened. I felt really alone and just kind of like, well, what is the point of even trying if it's going to be this hard? But then I thought, hang on, there has to be a way. There has to be a way for people to live more sustainably. And like anything, if we want people to live more sustainably, it needs to be so easy that there's no reason not to. So I still remember the day when I was um, walking to work and I called mom and I went, I've had this business idea. People want to live more sustainably. It's a trend. It's It's going to increase. People need to live more sustainably because of the way that the world is going. And I think that I could teach people using my journalistic background. I could teach them how to live more sustainably. I could break down all of the scientific studies and all of the jargon and all of these kind of information that's out there and make it really, really accessible for people so that it's so easy again, that they don't have any reason not to live more sustainably. And then on the other hand, as a way to kind of fund that and to be able to do what I'm doing, I could help businesses, Australian businesses who are actually sustainable, 
connect with a large audience. Because when I was doing my research into other products, I was finding so many great brands, but it was like, they were all so hidden because they were all these amazing businesses, but they were so busy kind of hand knitting their own dishcloths or making their own cleaning products from scratch or doing all of this stuff. They were talking to the already converted, but to the everyday individual who was kind of going, what is soap nuts and why do I even need to use these and what are they and everything? What's wrong with my washing powder at home? I thought, well, I am that person who wants to make a change and people will relate a lot more if there's somebody who they can relate to. So that was kind of the thought process behind Banish was creating this education platform, but then also this e-commerce store that could connect these Australian businesses. So I'm really, really proud of how far Banish has grown. We're almost five. We turned five on Clean Up Australia Day in um, this year in 2023. So yeah, it's just grown exponentially. We've got, I think, over 700 products now from about 70 different Australian businesses. And then collectively, we talk to hundreds of thousands of Australians each month, teaching them how to be more sustainable and providing them with the tools to do just that. It has been an absolute whirlwind of a journey. And I didn't, as I said at the start of this episode, I didn't really think that I would ever be a sustainability expert, but now I'm so proud of the work that I'm doing. And I'm honestly, I get so excited talking to people and finding out about where they're at on their journey and the challenges that they're facing. And then I'm able to help them overcome those challenges. So I think that for me is probably one of the highlights of what I am doing right now. It is a very bizarre job. My day-to-day is always different. And I know everybody always says that, but my day-to-day never is the same. I don't even know what I do some days. The days, like the day, the hours, they just fly by. But I absolutely love what I'm doing. Um, I'm not sure as well if people have heard about Brad yet, which is the Banish Recycling and Disposal Program. There's actually an episode on that which we recorded last year. So you can go back and listen listen to that if you want to find out more about the recycling program. But there is so much information and there is so much information that I share on social media on at banish.au on Instagram, at LottieDL on TikTok, and then also on the website banish.com.au. But if you have got any questions, then please either slide into my DMs on Instagram or send me an email and then I will be more than happy to help you. And if you have got a question that you want to share um, and you want to have answered on this podcast, then head to the link in the show notes and I'll get to it very soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.